today's daf is Nazir daf Lamid Vav. We left off on daf Lamid Hayim base three lines, four lines from the bottom of the page at the two dots on Lamid Hayim base. There are essentially two topics on today's daf, and they are both very halach lemaisi yoredeya type of topics, luchas kashros types of topics. We have first uh, the discussion of heter mitztarif le'isr, that in general, in order to be chayiv for an isr, one has to eat a full shear of the isr, like a kezayis of the of the isr. What if a person has a half a kezayis of isr and a half a kezayis of heter? So altogether, he has a full shear of achila, but there isn't a full shear of the isr. Do we assume that the heter is mitztarif to the isr to make up the full shear where a person is going to be chayiv? And the answer is yes and no. Sometimes we assume Heter Mitzrayif Lister, sometimes we don't. Our Gemara is going to discuss which cases do we assume Heter Mitzrayif Lister, and in which areas of Halacha do we not assume Heter Mitzrayif Lister. Which Averos would we assume Heter Mitzrayif Lister, which ones do we not? And then on Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to discuss the concept of Kezayis Bechtei Achilles Pras. Kezayis Bechtei Achilles Pras is a principle that comes up not only when it comes to Isurim, if a person uh, is going to violate an Isur, and uh, the as we mentioned, you have to eat a kezayis in order to be punishable for the uh, for the iser. So if there's uh, the iser is mixed in with mutter food, and you eat a kezayis within the of the iser within the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras, which is a much larger amount of food, so then one would be chayiv. But it also applies to mitzvos when it comes to, for example, the mitzvah of achilas matzah. A person has to eat a kezayis of matzah. How much time does he have within which to eat that kezayis? Can he sit there having a little crumb every ten minutes until? He's mashal in the kazayis, so the answer is no. It has to be a kazayis bichdei achilas pras. So we're going to discuss kazayis bichdei achilas pras as it relates to different isurim. Then the daf is going to conclude by trying to bring two rayas from cases of truma that the whole din of kazayis bichdei achilas pras is not da'oraisa. The gemara is going to reject both of those rayas on the simple grounds that we're talking about truma, which itself is not da'oraisa. So you can't bring a raya, a raya that the concept of kazayis bichdei achilas process not Daraisa from cases of Truma when the cases of Truma that we're speaking of are dealing with Truma that's only Darabanan and there are different ways that Truma could be only Darabanan certainly the, the last one the Gemara is going to say Truma's Bismanazah for example is only Midrabanan not, uh, not Daraisa so let's pick up again at the two dots on Lamed Hay Amid Beis Four lines from the bottom of the page. Amr Rabbi Yavahu, Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yavahu says the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Kali surin shabatara ein heter mitztarif le'iser chutz me'isur nazir shari amra Torah mishras that all other isurim in the Torah we do not assume heter mitztarif le'iser we do not combine the heter and the iser together to make up the full shear except for by nazir because by nazir is exeris akos of mishras mishras means that uh, that the, something is soaked so the halacha is that even even if you take bread and you soak you soak the bread in wine and you have a kezayis of the combination of bread and wine together, that's enough for a person to be chayiv for drinking wine as a nazir. The, the Torah says, Kol anavim lo so that's what we darshan from the word mishras. If you look at Tosos, which appears in Lamed Vav Amad Aleph, Ein hetem of the Iser, Im achal chatzi zayis basar v'chatzi zayis chelev, Eino chayiv. So for example, the rule in Kalatar Rabbi Yochanan is suggesting is that if you eat a half a zayis of kosher meat and a half a zayis of chelev, and so together,
together it makes up a full kazais, you're not going to be chayv. You did not eat a full kazais of iser. Chutz minazir she'am retorim chomish rasnavim la'ishta kolomer shim shara pito biyayin. If one soaks his bread in wine, v'yeshpo mipas u'miyayin k'de letzarif kazais, and together the bread and the wine equal up the volume of uh, of an olive chayv. One is going to be chayv. That's what we have to be assuming the case is, because if you had a kazais of wine alone, you wouldn't need a pasuk. The pasuk is teaching me that even if the wine alone does not equal kazais, it's only in combination with the bread that it equals a kazais. The, the drasha is from the word mishras, from the fact that mishras seems to be extra, not from the preceding word in the pasuk of vikol. It says vikol mishras anavi. It's not from an extra riboy of the kol. It's from the word mishras that we that we make this drasha. So that is the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan. The only iser in the Torah where we're going to say hetem mitzdarif leiser is going to be by by uh, yayin for a for a nazir. Now the Gemara is going to say later on and daflam ches that we don't say hetem mitzdarif leiser unless you eat it all together. Meaning, if a person eats, let's say, uh, half a kazayis of wine and then eats a half a kazayis of bread, then we certainly would not say hetem mitzayif so we would not say that the nazir is going to be chayiv on that. It's when the bread is soaked in the wine that we say hetem mitzayif l'iser. It has to be eaten together. However, there is a machlokas rishonim, what it means that it has to be eaten together. How together does the iser food and the heter food have to be in order to apply the principle of hetem mitzayif l'iser? Rashi's shitam, sachem dav mem gimelam and beis, and the me'iri as well say that even when they're not mu'uravim, even if there's no tarovas, they're not mixed together, you just happen to eat them together. So you uh, you just happen to put them in your mouth at the same time, but they're, they're not mixed together as a single unit. Still, we would say, heter mitztarif In fact, the Tosas Shansim Masechus Pesachim even understands that Rashi holds that we only apply heter mitztarif when they're, when, when they're not mu'uravim. Because it says when they're not mu'uravim, you could recognize the Isser, it's Nikara Isser, the Isser is still independent, so you could clearly identify the Isser. So he understands that Rashi is saying that's the only case where we're going to say Hetem Messiah of Isser, where the Isser is still so clearly identifiable. But the Pashas is not that way. The Pashas is that Rashi holds whether it's all in the Tarovis, all mixed together as a single unit, the Heter and the Isser, or whether they are still independent entities and you eat them at the same time, we're going to apply the principle of Hetem Messiah of Isser. However, Shitas Tosos Mesechas Psachim and the Ramban in the Psachim is that we do not say Hetem Mitzrayf Leiser unless they are literally mixed together. They have to be completely mixed together. If they are if they are independent of each other and you just happen to put them both in your mouth at the same time, Tosos and the Ramban assume that we would not say the principle of Hetem Mitzrayf Leiser. There is an interesting discussion when it comes to the principle of Tam Ki'ikr, which we're going to have to discuss also because it relates very much to this. There's a principle called Tam Ki'ikr that if you taste the Iser, then it's like you're eating the Isser itself. So if let's say I have Chazer that gave Tam, it was cooked together with a piece of kosher meat, so now the whole kosher meat is laced with the taste of Chazer. It all tastes like Chazer. So as I eat a kazais of the kosher meat that tastes like Chazer, I'm going to be Chayiv. That's the principle of Tam Ki'ikr. The Tam of Chazer is affecting the, the kosher meat. So even a kazais of the kosher meat, but since it all tastes like Chazer, because Tam of Chazer has gotten into it, that's called Tam Ki'ikr. So there is a 
yesterday discussion in Rishonim, when we say Tam Ke'ikr, how do we understand Tam Ke'ikr? Is it that the heter is Nehepach Le'isr? That the kosher meat now becomes a Cheftza of Chazer? Now becomes something that is the, that is the, 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 the Cheftza de Yisura itself? Or do we say, no, the heter is still heter, the Chiv is only on the Yisur, the Chiv is on the Tam, not on the, uh, the kosher meat, it's on the fact that you're having Tam of Isser, but it's not that the uh, the heter becomes Isser. So the, the that's a discussion we've shown by Tam Ke'ikar. So it's an interesting discussion. What would we say when it comes to heter mitzrayf Isser? When you're having the bread soaked in wine and you're chayiv for eating a kazayas of that, do we assume that the bread itself becomes Isser? It becomes like wine itself? Or no, you're chayiv for the wine. It's just that you need an achila of a kazayas in order to be chayiv. So the bread helps you get to the he loved the kazais, but the bread is not the. Uh, how do we understand it in lambdas? That the bread maybe would not be considered part of the uh, part of the iser. So the, in Yeshua's Yaakov in Archaim Simantaf Membeis in Elchus Pesach, he writes that by Hetem Mitzrayf um that w- w- wherever we would say Hetem Mitzrayf Leiser, according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's very limited. It's only by Nazir, but we're going to see others expand it beyond that. Um, the the, uh, the it's it's a Dover Pashvi says that the heter becomes iser, and you you get Malkus on the heter as well. And that's what the Pasuk is teaching us, Kal Mishras Anavim, that the Isra is Chal on the, uh, on the bread or the water that you mix together with the grapes, that it becomes part of the Isra. Um, and he brings a riot to that from the fact that the Rashba writes that by Kachim, that Hetzer's Messiah for the Isra, that we say Chaticha Nas Nevelim in Torah. The Rashba says, from the fact that we say Hetzer's Messiah for the Isra by Kachim, you see Chaticha Nas Nevelim. Chaticha Nas Nevelim means that the, uh, the, the piece of, uh, of, of meat becomes like the nevela itself, just like by basar b'chalav. I mean, by basar b'chalav, if you mix milk and meat together, so the whole thing becomes the uh, the the of iser. You don't say that the chalav asr the meat and the chalav is the asr one. And the, no, the whole thing together becomes a chefza of uh, of iser. So that would only work if you assume that if you, that that comparison only works if you assume heter mitzrayf iser means that the whole thing becomes iser, even the heter becomes iser. But the reason. I'm mentioning this is because Rav Elchanan and, and the Stipler point out that Lechora, it's all dependent on this Machlokas, Rashi and Tosfos. Meaning, according to Rashi, Hatimisar that Hatimisar works even when they're not mixed together. When the Hatim and the Isser are independent of each other, you just happen to put them in your mouth at the same time, then you have to say that the Hatim doesn't become Isser because it's totally independent. It's just that it's, it helps to be mat- to, to make up for the sheer Kazais. But how could you? say it became Isser. It's not even connected to the Isser in any way. You just happen to be eating it at the same time. So according to Rashi, it can't be that it becomes Isser. What you have to say is that the Heter, the, the heter is independent of the Isser. It does not become Isser. But by eating the Heter at the same time that you're eating the Isser, now you've eaten the Kezayis and therefore it's a punishable offense. Whereas according to, Tos, to Tosos and the Ramban that that uh, that Heter for the Isser is only if they're all mixed together and if they're independent, we wouldn't say at the Mitzrayim it's only if it's a single Taroves, well then you understand very well that the Heter becomes part of the Isra, and it's only when the Heter loses its identity, it's only when the Heter gets so mixed in with the Isra that you can't identify the Heter anymore, it all becomes part of the Isra, only then are Yechayev reading a Kezayis of the mixture of Heter and Isra. So that's what Volchan and the Stipler both suggest to explain 
to explain this machlokas, Rashi Tosos, may be dependent on that lambdus of whether Hetem Yisrael means that that becomes Isr or that it doesn't become, uh, become Isr. Okay, so that's all Shitas Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan's Shita is, when do we say Hetem Yisrael Isr? By Nazir and only by Nazir. Gzeris HaKasov Mishras teaches me that we only say it by Nazir. Ziiri Amar Af Saor Bibal Taktiru. He says there's another halacha where we'll apply Hetem Yisrael Isr. There is an iser that one is not allowed to burn chametz on the mizbeach. That whatever you burn on the mizbeach, whatever bread products are burnt on the mizbeach, have to be matzah. They can't be chametz. So with the iser of sa'or bal saktiru, what if you take a half a kazayas of chametz and a half a kazayas of matzah and burn that together on the mizbeach? That's what uh, the Tosas explains. Shem hiktir chatzi zayis mi sa'or v'chatzi zayis mi matzah mitztarev mishum kol sa'or lo saktiru. That we darshan from the pasuk kol sa'or that any combination thereof, if you have sa'ar, even if it's not a full kazayas of sa'ar, but you combine sa'ar with matzah, and you burn a kazayas of the combination, then that's going to be a violation. The Karanora raises the obvious question. According to Shitas HaTosvos and Shitas Ramban that we mentioned, that Hetem Sarflisr is only when they're betaroves, so I understand very well how that could apply to burning something on the Mizbeach, that uh, it's a, where you mix the, the sa'ar and the, and the matzah together, and then you burn it together on the Mizbech. So that I see, that could be a violation. According to Rashi, that Hetem Yisrael listeners, even when the Heter and the Isser are not mixed together at all, you just happen to be eating it at the same time. Well, how do we apply that to burning on the Mizbech? By eating at the same time, I get it's in my mouth, so at least it's mixing together in my mouth, so it's somehow one Maisa Achila. I burn half a Kazayis of Sa'ar on one side of the Mizbech and a half a Kazayis of Matzah on the other side of the Mizbech, and all of a sudden that makes it like I burnt a kazayas of sa'ar on the mizbeach. Why should that, what's mitzdarif then? What, 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 what combines them? Karen raises that as a, as a major question on, uh, on Shitas Rashi. You have, to, you have to say that anything that's being burnt on the mizbeach simultaneously is considered <laughs> to be like a single maisa, that it's considered to be all, uh, all together, all at one time. The, uh, the, in in Kachim, we have an expression that the Gemara always uses, achilas mizbeach, that even though we think of achilas as something that a person or an animal does eating, but the, in Kachim we have a concept achilas mizbech, that it's ki'ilu when you burn something in mizbech, that the mizbech is eating the, the food that you're burning on the mizbech. So maybe you have that kind of tziruf of achilas mizbech with anything that's being burnt on the mizbech at the same time. So anyway, says the Gemara, Kiman, Krebelazer, the Darish Kal, when Ziiri says that even the Isser of burning sa'ar on the mizbech is subject to this principle of hetem mitzayif le'isser, we must be assuming like Krebelazer who darshans the word kol that it says kol sa'ar so any combination of sa'ar so frankly Gemara well once you're going to darshan the word kol then you should expand hetem sa'ar beyond nazir and beyond burning sa'ar on the mizbech because there are other isurim in the Torah ihachi linin chametz nami for example we should say the same thing by chametz chametz says kol lachmetzas that's what uh, Tos points out to the nami hetem sa'ar doesn't nami ksiv so kol should tell you that if you eat a half a kazayis of chametz together with a half a kazayis of matzah, you should be chayiv. That it should create a chiyuv. Says you're right. Should be. 
When Ziiri says that we apply it to Sa'ar, he does not mean to say Sa'ar and not Chametz. In Okinami, we'll apply to Nazir, to Sa'ar on the Mizbeach, to Chametz, to Achilles Chametz Bepesach, to all of these things. Why does he specifically identify burning Sa'ar on the Mizbeach as the application of Hetem Mitzarif Le'isr? To tell me against Abaye, the Amar Yesh Haktara Bepachos Mikazayis. Because Abaye holds that a person is chayef for burning even less than a Kazayis of Sa'ar on the Mizbeach. Comes along Ziri, says, no, you need to have a Kazayis in total. It doesn't have to be a Kazayis of pure Sa'ar. We'll apply Hetem Mitzarif Le'isr. You could have half a Kazayis of Sa'ar, half a Kazayis of Matzah, but it's got to be a Kazayis in total. Abaye's shita was that you don't even need a Kazayis in order to be chayef for the Isr of burning Sa'ar on the Mizbech. So Kamash Mulan, that's what Ziri wants to tell me. There's no such thing as a haktara that's less than a kazayis. Tosus raises the question in Dibra Maskele Enachinami, Vim Tomer La Abaye Didarish Mikol Sa'ar Lepachos Mikazayis. Well, wait a second. Abaye learns from Kol Sa'ar that if you burn even less than a kazayis of Sa'ar alone on the Mizbech, you're going to be chayiv. According to him, Amaylo Darish Nami Chametz Lechayiv Alav Pachos Mikazayis Reb Lazar. Then it should turn out, according to Abaye's way of darshaning, that if a person Needs a chatzis zayis of chametz alone, and that's it. That he should be chayiv without any other mitzvah listen, because it says kol machmetzes. So the same way he darshans kol saar to teach me that if you burn a half a gazayis of saar in the mizbeach, you're chayiv alone. So he should darshan the same thing with chametz. That if you eat a half a gazayis of chametz on pesach, that a person is going to be chayiv. So uh, how come Abaye and we don't have, we don't ever find such a shita? Everyone holds that you're only chayiv on chametz pesach, even though it's asr b'mashu. Chametz pesach is asr b'mashu. We don't find that one is chayiv unless. One needs a kezayis of chametz and pesach. V'yeshlomer d'shayni gabi chametz t'chsiv ve'achila ve'nachila b'pachos mikezayis. No, because by chametz the iser is formulated in the Torah as nisra v'achila. Kol machmetzas lo sochelu that it's nisra v'achila and the definition of achila. All the shirim are alachal moshe misinai. There's a definition of achila. Alachal moshe misinai is that it's got to be a kezayis. Anything less than a kezayis is simply not called achila. That's the lamdas they say. Uh, uh, in Yonadioma on the first night, what if it's uh, raining in the sukkah? So how much do you need to eat in the sukkah on the first night if it's uh, if it's raining, or even if it's not raining? How much does a person need to eat in the sukkah on the first night? So how do I know that I have to eat? What if I'm not hungry tonight? I don't want to eat in the sukkah tonight. So do I have to eat in the sukkah? So we pass on like the sheet of the chachamim that every other day of Yantif after tonight we can say, you know, I'm not hungry, not not eating in the sukkah because I'm not eating, so I'm, not, I'm just going to choose not to eat. Rabbi Lazar's sheet is no, you have to have two meals a day in the sukkah because if you have two meals a day in your house normally, then you have to have two meals a day in the sukkah. Whatever you normally do in your house, you must do in the sukkah. That's Rabbi Lazashita. We don't pass in that way. We pass in, just like in your house, if you're not hungry, you don't eat. So in your sukkah, if you're not hungry, you don't eat. There's no minimum amount of meals you have to have in your sukkah. But the first night is different. Why is the first night different? The Gemara in Sukkah Darshins, Chamisha Asar, Chamisha Asar. It says Chamisha Asar, Bechag It says Chamisha Asar, by Sukkah. So 
So we darshan that just like on Chag HaMatzos on the first night of Pesach, a person must eat a kezayis of matzah, must eat matzah, you don't have a choice to eat matzah or not to eat matzah the rest of Pesach. You're not hungry, you don't have to eat. But the first night, you got to have a kezayis of matzah, so too on the first night of Sukkot, you don't have a choice. Must eat in the Sukkah. So it's Machlokas, we showed him how much do you have to eat in the Sukkah. Do you have to eat a kezayis, or do you have to eat a kebetzah? So what's the lambdas of that Machlokas? The lambdas is that if you hold that, what I'm learning from Chag HaMatzos is simply that whatever the chiv is on Pesach, I have to do on the, whatever the mitzvah of Pesach is, I must do on the first night. So too, whatever the mitzvah of Sukkah is, I must do on the first night. Well, the mitzvah of Sukkah is generally in Achilles Keva. Achilles Keva is a kibetzah. So I would have to eat a kibetzah on the first night. But if you understand that the connection is much stronger than that, it's not just whatever the mitzvah is on Pesach, I must do on the first night. So whatever the mitzvah is on Sukkot, I must do on the first night. It's saying that just like on Pesach, I have to do an achila on the first night, so too on Sukkot, I have to do achila on the first night. Well, the definition of achila is kezayis. And then we would say that you only have to eat a kezayis on the first night in the Sukkot, because that's the definition of achila. It's fundamentally a different mitzvah than the mitzvah of sukkah the rest of Yantif. The mitzvah of sukkah the rest of Yantif is to live in the sukkah, and uh, when it comes to eating, when you're koveya, suuda, that's, uh, that's when you make a bracha. But on the first night, it's a fundamentally different mitzvah. It's a mitzvah of achila, if you say that the shir is the kezai. It's all based on this principle. You can't count as a coincidence, because Gemara doesn't really mention it at all. But it's all based on this principle over here, that achila is bekezai. The definition of achila is a, uh, a kezai. That's the principle that that, 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 that we're working with. That's why Abaye would agree. When it comes to Chametz Pesach, of course you're only Chayev if you eat a Kezayis. But by burning Sa'or on the Mizbeach, Abaye would hold one as Chayev even for eating less than a Kezayis. Says the Gemara further, Yas Ravdimi Shmaita. Ravdimi was saying over this, uh, this teaching, Esve Abaye, so Abaye asked from the following source, Hamikvah Shal Truma. Let's say you have a porridge, a chalent of Truma, Vashum Shemen shall chulin. But the uh, the the added on ingredients, the oil, the garlic that you add to the chalent, to the porridge, or whatever it is, to your dish, is chulin, is not truma. Vinaga tvul yom bimiktsasan. A tvul yom is someone who was Tameh, went to the mikvah, and still needs to wait for nightfall for his tara to be complete. But going to the mikvah is effective not only in that when nightfall comes, he's going to be tara legamri, it's effective immediately in that it lowers, it downgrades his level of Tumah. So his level of Tumah right away, as soon as he goes to the mikvah, before nightfall, is that of a sheni l'tumah. The halach is that chulin cannot become a shlishi l'tumah. Only truma and kachim can become a shlishi so Tvul Yom has the ability to passel Truma and to be Metame Kodesh. But the difference between when we talk in Tumantara, the word pa, the word posel means that you make the item tame. The word metame means you make it so tame that it has the ability to make something else tame. So Tvul Yom can passel Truma, but that's the end of the line as far as Truma goes. Truma can only be a shlishi, but he can be Metame Kodesh because as far as Kodesh goes, Kodesh could even become a Revi. But a Tvul Yom touches Chul and nothing happens to the chulun because he's a sheni chulun can't become a shlishi and tuma always goes down a level almost always goes down a level when it's transferred on a drabana <laughs> level sometimes it even goes up a level but tuma dal raisa goes down a level 
almost always. The only exception on a Daraisa level is the principle of Cherev Hareu Kichalal, that if a metal object touches a dead body, so just like the dead body is an Aviyavos the metal object that touched the dead body is an Aviyavos That was the great Chap uh, uh, that, uh, that Rav Gorin had that no one on earth agreed to, but Rav Gorin wanted to say that if a Kohen wants to take anatomy class in, uh, in medical school and he wants to be able to touch a cadaver, no problem. All he's got to do is to hold in his pocket a metal plea that had once touched a dead body. Because a metal plea that touches a dead body is Naviyah Vosatuma, but a coin's not Musar on touching a Cherif Harev Kachal, a coin's only Musar on touching a dead body. But once he's already touching the Cherif Harev Kachal, the metal plea, so he's already touching Naviyah Vosatuma. So he's not adding any more Tuma by touching the dead body. So he said that's all, he, that's all the coin's got to do. Pashtas is what the coin's really got to do is not touch any dead bodies. That's, uh, that's, that's really what the coin has to do. But that was the, uh, that was the chap that. Uh, uh, that Rav Goren had. But anyway, so in general, Tumit always goes down a level, and uh, the, uh, therefore, someone who's a Sheni Latuma, a Tvul Yom, is only going to passel Truma, he's only going to affect Truma, that it's not going to affect Chulin. So again, back in the Gemara, say, Mikfashal Truma, you have the dish is Truma. So the Tvul Yom, if he touches this dish of food, should make it Tame, should passel it. Vashuma Shemen Shal Chulin, but the uh, oil and the garlic is Chulin, so the Tvul Yom should not be able to affect that. Vinod and the Tvulyon touches part of this part of this food. Pasal is kula. Nalach is all of the food becomes pasal. But if it's the reverse, mikvashalchum, the primary ingredients of the dish are chulin. Vashum vashemin shal truma, and it's only the added ingredients, the oil, the garlic that are truma. Vinagat tvulyom b'mitzas, and tvulyom touches part of it. Lo pasal elo makomagao. He only pasals that area that he touched directly. Vavinimba makomagao and my pasal. And we ask, well, why? Why would the place that he touched become pasal if the primary ingredients are chulin? Shouldn't we view the whole thing as that the reason is because a czar would get malchus if he eats a kazayas of truma. Meaning if there's a kazayas of truma mixed into this dish and the czar were to eat a non-kohen were to eat uh, enough of the dish that he would be consuming a kazayas of truma in what he's eating so he'd get malchus on it. Therefore we can't ignore the truma even though the primary ingredients are chulin but truma is still there. We have to, we have to recognize the fact that there is truma in there. My time, aren't we assuming that the reason we can't ignore the truma is because if a czar were to eat a kazayas of, of the whole dish, only one kazayas from the entire dish, he'd get malchus because in any kazayas that the czar were to take out of this dish, that a non-coin were to eat out of this dish, there's going to be some truma in there and some chulin. But altogether, he's eating a kazayas. So you see that... Uh, that's why he's going to get Malchus. But uh, what you see over here is that Hatim Asayiflisser apparently applies beyond Nazir and burning Sa'or and Chametz. Here you have it by Truma. That apparently we're assuming Hatim Asayiflisser. Sa'amalei love. My Kazayis, the Kazayis Bechtechel's present, and we're misunderstanding the case. The case that we're, what we're suggesting is not that if a czar were to take a combination, were to take one Kazayis and only one Kazayis out of this dish, and that Kazayis contains a combination of Truma and Chulin, that he would get Malchus reading that. No, that's not what we're suggesting at all. What we're suggesting is that if a czar were to eat enough of this dish, where he eats so much of it that he's consumed a Kazayis of Truma alone by eating so much of 
of this dish. Let's say 20% of the dish is, uh, 30% of the dish is truma. 70% is chulin. But he eats so much that, that, that he's consumed an actual kazayas of truma. In the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras, then he's going to be chayv. So this is a totally different din. This is not about hetem etzayv This is a much lesser chiddush. This is the din of, uh, of kazayas, bechdei achilas pras. That as long as there's enough of a concentration of truma in the dish, that within the amount of time that it takes to eat a pras of the dish, he's actually consuming a kazayas of truma, then he's going to be chayv. That's all it's telling me. That kazayas bechdei achilas pras. Frak the Gemara. You get malchus for that. The Achilles Pras Dar is uh, eating a Kazayas within an Achilles Pras. A Dindar Raisa, does one get Malchus for such a thing? Samalei in. Yeah, absolutely. Kazayas Bechdei Achilles Pras is a Dindar Raisa. So if he consumes a Kazayas of Truma in the amount of time that it takes to eat a Pras, so he eats a Pras from the dish, and within that Pras that he ate, which is much larger than a Kazayas, I think it's eight times the size of a Kazayas, he eats a Kazayas of Truma, so he's going to be Chayv on the Dar Raisa level. Well, then how come when it comes to kutach habavli, kutach habavli is a certain type of, of dip that they used to have that contained chametz, it contained little pieces of moldy bread, the Gemara Psachim says. It, it sounds like a very nasty type of dip, but it contained uh, like uh, spoiled milk and moldy bread and all sorts of delicious ingredients like that. And they used to use it like ketchup. They would, uh, they would use it as some type of, some type of dip. So why does Rabbi Lazar, why, why do the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Lazar by Kutach HaBavli because uh, I mean the Rabbanan hold that one does not get Malkus for having Kutach HaBavli on Pesach. What do you mean? Kazayis Bechtei Achilles Pras. You should get Malkus for Kutach HaBavli. Kazayis Bechtei Achilles Pras is the Raisa. So I'm like, Hanach L'Kutach HaBavli Delek Kazayis Bechtei Achilles Pras. He says, well, very simply, you don't have the Kazayis Bechtei Achilles Pras of Kutach HaBavli. The concentration of the bread and the amount of time that you would eat the bread would never be within the amount of time of Kutach HaBavli when you're, when you're consuming why? Is that because there's so little bread in Kutach HaBavli? And then what's the Havamin? That's not, that's not the case, that there's so little bread. The reason you're never eating the Gemara is about to explain is because Kutach HaBavli is a dip. It's not something that you consume straight. And if you do consume it straight, you're out of your mind. So we would not assume that a normal person would do that. That's not called a derech achila. That's not called a normal thing to do. And therefore, the way a person normally consumes kutach habavli, by dipping other food into it and just having very little bit at a time, he would never end up eating a kazayas b'chdei achilas pras. misraf If you just down kutach habavli and you eat it straight, well, that's not called achila. Then it's not a normal way to eat. That we don't, we're not going to be chayev for because it's shalok kederach achila. No one eats kutach like that. It's taking like it's like taking a bottle of ketchup and just squirting it down your throat. That's not something that a normal person does. And if he eats it in the normal way by using it as a dip, well then you're not going to find the kazayis bechteyachilus pras of the kutach This line in the Gemara where we assume that since it's eaten more slowly, the uh, the halach of kazayis bechteyachilus pras won't apply, and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, there will, will never be, the criteria of Kzayis Bechtei Pras will never be met, and therefore you'll never violate the Isser, is very Nogel Maisa in Dine Bracha Achrona. The Poskim has a, have a major discussion. What the Halacha normally is you have to have a shear in, in, uh, in, within a certain amount of time in order to be Chay of a Bracha Achrona. So let's say you drink, uh, you drink a, 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 a cup of soda. So if you drink a Revius in the amount of time that it takes to drink a Revius, in a normal 
normal amount of time. So then you're going to be chayv to make a bracha achrona. Say a bracha achrona. What if you're having a hot cup of coffee? You're having a hot cup of tea, so you can't drink it that fast. It's so hot, so you just sip it. But that's the normal way to drink a hot cup of coffee, a hot cup of tea. Do we assume that the sheer change is based on the food, based on the item that you're that you're drinking? That because it's so hot and it's normal to just sip a little bit at a time, so now you're chayv in bracha achrona, even though you didn't have it in the amount of time that it normally takes to drink a revius of regular food, of a regular drink, or do we assume that you're that you're not chayv in a bracha achrona? Meaning, do we assume that it goes with, that each and every food we go with the sheer shtiyas revius of that food, or do we assume that no, there's one sheer and you can't drink it fast enough, so you're not going to be chayv in a bracha achrona? So this is a major discussion in the postcom. They want to bring a raya mishalamelech and ilchus brachos wants to bring a raya from here that uh, he wants to say from here we see you don't make a bracha achrona because we say about a person uh, who's who eats kuta chabavli normally that it's not he's not going to be chayev for eating chametz because he's never having kizayis bechdeachilus pras and the and we define kedeachilus pras as the generic kedeachilus pras not kedeachilus pras of what it would take to eat when you're having a kuta chabavli style right it would have to be a generic kedeachilus pras so the same thing when it comes to drinking hot tea we would measure the time frame by how long it would take to drink a cup of soda not by how long it takes to drink a cup of tea however the minchaschim the mitzvah shinyud gimel oshei rejects this raya with a fundamental chiluk. He says, when you're eating kutach, what, what's the achilah we're looking for? What's the iser that, that, you're, that you might be violating? The iser of achilas chametz. Achilas chametz is defined by the zman that it takes to eat chametz, that it takes to eat bread. Not the zman that it takes to eat kutach. I don't care that you happen to mix your bread with these other nasty ingredients that make it, that it's only a dip. The shear is going to be measured by how long it normally takes to eat chametz. By bracha achrona, what are we looking at? We don't look at bread. We don't look at. We look at what you're eating. You're chayiv in a bracha achrona because of the item that you're eating. So the shear is going to be is going to conform to what you're eating. It's going to change based on what you're eating. And therefore, if you drink hot tea or hot or or, or uh, hot coffee in the amount of time that it takes to drink a revius of hot tea or hot coffee, that alone would uh, be mechayiv a person in a bracha achrona in the Birka Yosef. He quotes that uh, that Raisi la Anshe Maisa, that I've seen Anshe Maisa who let the the, the, the last revius of their coffee or tea cool down before they drink it, and then they just down that. They let it cool that way they avoid all sveikos and it's uh, it's a proper bracha. However, uh, some of the achronim said it doesn't avoid all sveikos. Uh, I think uh, the the uh, I forgot where I saw some one of, one of the achronim says that doesn't avoid avoid all sveikos. The Gemara says that's not the derech. That it, meaning it's if it's not the derech to eat it in that way, who drinks cold coffee? No one drinks cold coffee. So if it's not the derech, then uh, then it's not even called the shtia at all. So it's, it's shalok a derech, and then you wouldn't be chayiv at all. Nevertheless, that's what the Mishaburah suggests to do. The Mishaburah says, and we do assume, I think nowadays people do drink cold coffee, and they drink cold tea, and they drink, I mean, uh, normally they call it iced coffee, and iced tea. But uh, but the, the assumption nowadays, I think the Mishaburah says, that's the best thing to do. If you're having a hot coffee, leave a little bit, uh, a little bit at the end, a revius at the end, and that cools down enough that you could drink it all at one shot, and then you'll uh, it will avoid all sveikos. You'll know for sure they have to make a bracha chrona. I remember when uh, my Rebbe of Silver came to my house and I asked him if he would like a tea or a coffee. He said, "Yeah, tea, please, but t- please don't make it too hot because I want to be able to drink it in the shear to be chayim bracha chrona." Okay, so that was uh, Mishabur says if it 
it is served hot, so then you just let it uh, you let it cool down and it will cool down eventually. Okay, so that's the din of Kazayas Bikhtehilas uh Pras. So the Gemara is suggesting where we are right now is that Kazayas Bikhtehilas Pras is a Dindal Raisa. The Gemara challenges this twice though. Challenge number one, Aceve, Shtema Duchos, Achashal Truma Vachashal Khulin. You have two uh, mortars, one of Truma, one is grinding Truma spice, and one is grinding Chulin spice. And you have two pots in front of you, one of them has truma food in it, the other one has chulin food in it. All the spices from one of the maduchos fell into one of these pots, and all the spices from the other maducha fell into the other pot. Problem is, you have no idea which fell into which. Now, if the truma fell into the chulin and the chulin into the truma, you're in trouble, because now all of it can only be eaten by a kohen. It's all has tarovas truma in it. But if the chulin fell into the chulin and the truma fell into the truma, then you're good. Give the truma one to a kohen and the chulin one you get to eat. So what are we allowed to assume over here? This is a suffix. So we would assume, we'd say, suffix daraisa l'chumra. Says the Gemara, shtein mutaros. They're both mutar. Shani omer chulin l'tok chulin aflu, truma l'tok truma aflu. I have the right to make the assumption that the chulin fell into the chulin and the truma fell into the truma. Meaning, sveiko l'kula. I assume the suffix l'kula. So it must be that whatever the Yisra we're dealing with over here is only Midrabanan. Says Gemara, but Vizal Kadaitach Kazayis Bechteachilis Prasta Raisa. If you hold that a Kazayis Bechteachilis Prasta, when you have a Taroves, when you have a mixture of Chulun and Truma, and you might consume a Kazayis of Truma in the amount of time that it takes to eat a Pras, or in the, in the volume that, it, in the, uh, that it's mixed in, where it's in a Pras of the food, you'll have a Kazayis of Truma. If you hold that that's a Dindar Raisa, this should be a Suffolk Dar Raisa. Why do I have the right to be Makel? It's a Suffolk Dar Raisa. Says no, it's Drabanan for a different reason. It's not Drabanan because Kazayas Bechleachil's Pras is Drabanan. Kazayas Bechleachil's Pras is Daraisa. It's Drabanan because Elamai Hetemis. So, so, I'm sorry, before that, the Gemara says, What's the other option? What do you want to say? Elamai Hetemis Sayyaf Lisser, Amai Amrin and Shani Omer. You want to say that Hetemis Sayyaf Lisser? We still shouldn't say uh, that, that we should be Makel. If, if you want to rely on the principle of Hetemis Sayyaf Lisser, that's also Daraisa. So it should still be Aser. So, no, what, what, what must it be? It must be that we're dealing with the Din Drabanan, but it's Drabanan for a different reason. Elahanach le Truma Tavlin Drabanan he. Truma on spices is only Drabanan. And that's why. Why we are able to be makel because the whole suffix is only about an iser that's drabanan. Truma on a daraisa level is only on dagan tirushviyitzer. You don't have on spices a din of uh, truma. Eisved Gemara brings another challenge. Shtei kupos achshel truma achshel chul. A very similar thing. Two boxes, one full of chul and one of truma. Lefnein shtei siin and two larger boxes in front of it. Achshel chul and achshel truma. One with chul and one with truma. Venaflu elu tochelu and these boxes fell into those boxes. But now we're talking about everything's grain, so you can't tell me that we're talking about spices anymore. It's not Maduchos. We're not talking about mortars that are grinding grain. We're talking about kupos that are that are that, that are grinding. We're not talking about mortars that are grinding spices. We're talking about kupos that are holding grain. So and they fall into each other. They're both You can assume everything worked out fine. But if process why do we have the right to assume lekula? So he says bish if you say that the whole word is so then you could just assume over here that there's so much chulin that you would never have so that it would be uh, that it would become bottle anyway 
But according to you that it's a din in Kazayas Bechleachilus Pras, what does it matter that there's a lot of chulin? You still have to, there's not enough chulin that you're not going to have Kazayas Bechleachilus Pras, at least a Kazayas Bechleachilus Pras you can have. Meaning we're assuming Hatem Messiah Felicity is when it's roughly 50 50. But Kazayas Bechleachilus Pras is even when there's a very small amount of the Isser in relation to the Heter. So why would we assume Lakula if Yol Kazayas Bechleachilus Pras? Is a dinda raisa. Why would we assume lekula over here? Amrlei hanach lechuma bezman azeh derabanan. That it's still dealing with the dinda rabanan because chuma bezman azeh is derabanan. It's grains, but it's bezman azeh. So since it's bezman azeh, it's only a dinda rabanan. That's why we have the right to assume lekula. Tomorrow we'll pick up with Amrlei Abaye.